Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt Lift Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithkc.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. And I'm Carter McKenzie, back with uh, the OG familiar faces, actually. Actually, more OG than me. We got uh, we got CEO Luke Cox back from deployment, and we got the one and only Derek Bosley. What's going on, guys? I'm just happy old Yankee Doodle Dandy's back, man. Fucking, I missed old <laughs> Luke over there traipsing around Europe. Yeah, goofing around for the last... How long were you there? Nine months. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely good to be back. It's it's been weird, kind of having a backseat to everything. I haven't been on the podcast, I don't think, since May, and we're recording this in January of twenty three. So it was May of twenty two is the last time I was on. So almost a year. So it's crazy, dude. It's really weird. Not weird. It's like awesome in a really good way. But like, you're back in your seat. Like that's that's how I picture you ninety percent of the time. Like when I think about you when we're not doing this, that's where you're sitting, and you're back. I know, got the all the army coins on my on my right, and the uh, the guns up on my left, or vice versa, whatever the camera's showing. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool. Uh, it's definitely good to be back. The year was a wild year for HLE, for me personally, for my family, for everything we've got going on. So um, Derek had the great idea of just doing a recap of the last year, um, especially you know in the context of our goals. The was the dad bods in the new year podcast last year dad uh, you know, bods in the new year. everything that's changed and everything that didn't you know my dad bod hasn't changed uh, that was a goal i didn't hit there's a little forewarning or foreshadowing there but <laughs> you know i think it'd be definitely a great idea to kind of talk about it and talk about what's the future for us personally and then for the you know for hle and all that so be cool yeah hell yeah how uh you know just for a second how does it feel to be back doing this after taking nine months off me? I mean, this is your baby. This is entirely your brainchild that you've built out. And then you were like, oh, see ya. I have to leave. Here you go, Derek and Carter. Here is my fragile child of a, of a company. Here you go. Don't fuck it up. Fuck, I wouldn't have left it with me and I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I wouldn't have left it with me either. I'd be lying if I didn't say there was some anxiety. But, you know, it... It was good. It was a. It was good for me in a lot of ways because I was able to re- remove myself from the day to day stuff and really think about the long term vision. You know, I mean, I've got ideas now, looking six, seven, eight years out for you know, based on how we're planning things, and so it really freed me up for that. And it was really cool in a way to see you know y'all's spin on things and like you know with Derek's deployment, he kind of slid out of the podcast a little bit and Bobby came in and then Bobby and, and you are you Carter taking over and really running with it and working out the technical side and, you know, the podcast reels. And that's been really cool to see, you know, it's, it's been weird. I didn't listen to the podcast. I listened to the podcast at first and then I stopped because I think I had like some sort of weird 
psychological thing where I just I didn't like to I was like I'm I'm not there I want to be with the boys I'm not and so I just kind of cut it out but over towards the tail end of deployment early in hunting season I started listening back again and catching up and it was it's really it's really cool the product is I think it's only gotten better the guests have gotten better um you know we've we've been crushing some goals I mean the podcast viewership's up I think or listenership whatever we haven't started uh putting these up for video yet but you know i think all that's cool and it's been really really neat to see i just appreciate everything you guys have done and continue to do so thank you you're muted bud some things never change Fuck. it's usually you man damn but yeah, uh we're doing yeah. so good <laughs> we were doing so good oh man it's like i don't do this twice a week every week Fuck. for the last year <laughs> one podcast away from perfection, boys. One podcast away from perfection. Story of our lives, man. I was just saying th- thanks, man. I think Derek would echo the same thing. You know, both of us have been uh, thrilled to be a part of this and and you know add to add what little we can to it to help to help it grow and turn it into what it has been. And we're certainly not not done here. No, I mean it's that's the coolest thing about all this. And I think everybody kind of echoes the same sentiment. It's just the people that we meet and the crew that we've put together, both with the staff now, which, you know, we've got, I think we have 11 part-time employees or 10, 10 part-time employees right now, um, which is cool, you know, and then we've got the core staff members that are part of the direction of the company. And then, you know, we've got the A team. And then from that, we've got the team, which the team has grown uh, tremendously. And we've just got a great core within that. We're looking at a, you know, launching the next expansion of the team, bringing more folks in. And, and it's been awesome. The networking, the the people, the lessons, the all that has been cool. And so I think we've got a lot more to, to do. And I mean, that kind of takes us into the podcast for what's coming up. But let's start off with, you know, where we've been and what this last year looked like. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what my goals in that last episode we did. Episode 37, Dad Bods in the New Year. Uh, I think what my goal was to run 1200 miles. Actually, it was a thousand miles. No. And then you guys both no, called you me were, a bitch yeah. you and were you were trying like, up to it to 1200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were well, rounding down. Yeah, you were rounding yeah, down. I was rounding down. rounds down. Yeah. I was rounding down. I wanted to run Hannibal's route from Carthage all the way through Spain, through France, through the Alps, and then down through Italy to, uh, the battle of Lake Tresemine because I'm a fucking nerd. And I was Side like, oh, a thousand miles. And you get, yeah. <laughs> you guys when you like, first explained this, I thought you were going to Spain and doing this. And I was like, God damn, Carter, you are committed. <laughs> no, maybe one day. That'd be pretty cool. I know a guy who's pretty familiar with travel through Europe. So I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was my goal. Um, I don't, th- I don't know if I hit it. I uh, I did not religiously track my miles after I don't know three or four months. You don't have a, you don't use Garmin or any sort of app. I do. I use this Adidas app. I I mean I could go in there and pull it up. I'm sure, but it just didn't. There was no follow through on my end. No follow through. <laughs> I mean I kept running. I just have no idea how far I ran. That's. It's a little side tangent, but it's just something I've been wanting to talk about too, because I think that that is important because we all go through that, right? Is like we don't have the follow through, or we don't actually track, or we don't set metrics for when we develop those goals. And when you 
and we talked we kind of touched on it last year when I went back and listened to it, but with a little a little bit I don't know, it was a little goofy the way we talked about everything. But I think when you look at like, you know, the idea of a new New Year's resolution, I'm gonna lose weight. Well, like how much weight, what's the timeline, like all these, there's all these things. And I think that's why some, a lot of people just fail on these things. Cause it's like, I'm going to eat better, but there's no way, there's no tangible way to either track or measure whatever that progress for, the, for those goals are. So when you're setting goals, there's a silly acronym because the army is full of acronyms, but it's actually pretty good for how the army teaches like goal setting, uh, which is called smart. And so you might have to help me with this, Derek, but it's, Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Does that sound right? Yeah, it sounds right. I've, I've basically <clears throat> forgotten almost every Army acronym. <laughs> yeah, most of them are, are worth forgetting, but that one's always stuck with me. And I was actually in a uh, – it was one of the marketing classes we were, were like courses we were taking, and they brought that up, um, the, the SMART. And this was in like, you know, kind of the marketing. This wasn't military-related at all. And so I guess other people use the same acronym and it, it makes sense. And so like when you're going to set that goal, it needs to be specific, right? I'm going to run a thousand miles. It needs to be measurable. Okay. You can measure out a thousand miles. Is that achievable? Sure. Realistic. Yep. And then time bound when, and then you've got that over the next year. Okay. So then, but then the next level of the evolution is like, okay, now I've got to set, I've got the annual goal. Now, what do I need to do monthly to hit my and then do the same thing through the month and then do it through the week and then do it through the day. And then now it's that, how do you eat that elephant one bite at a time? Now you realize, oh, I only actually have to run this many miles per week or per day over the next year, however many days a week. And that goes to any other goal. And that's something that I failed at last year tremendously. Um, some goals I hit, some goals I did well, some goals I exceeded. But like, you know, I talked about like my fitness. That was a big one for me and I did not meet that i yo-yoed like a motherfucker which is i was talking about consistency and i did not that wasn't even close to it you know i did what i always do which is periods of extreme intensity and dedication and then completely following falling off and this year going in not to get too far into the future but like that is something i'm going to fix but i've been taking measures and building in steps to actually attack that this time uh, so i have little checkpoints and that follow through throughout to where I'm, I'm hitting and I'm engaging and I know like, shit, I'm off, I'm off course, right? It's that azimuth check. Like instead of waiting until month nine to be like, shit, I got to run 800 miles in the next three months <laughs> to being like, oh, at month three through quarter one, like I'm behind this many miles. I have to make up this much ground. And it's the same thing with any, anything. But 100 miles a month, 25 miles a week, just in case you were wondering. It's good math, man. Well, I mean, it's pretty fucking round numbers there, boys. You want to run 1,200 miles and there's 12 months in a year. Even my dipshit ass can do that. <laughs> what were uh, some of your goals, Derek? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, not to have any. Uh, and then I came up with one and I wanted to uh, do a jiu-jitsu tournament or tournament or however the fuck Luke says it. And Tournament. Uh, tournament a, i was gonna a, do some tournaments i actually did two and uh the first one it was like right after my um my deployment there was nobody at the place i was at that was doing jujitsu so it was definitely a mixed bag i think i'd been back like a week and i did this fucking thing like my cardio was good just because i wasn't doing anything other than turning food into shit there so like i had plenty of time to work out 
uh, but my jujitsu wasn't as good. I got third, but there's only three dudes in my bracket. So that was a kick in the dick. And, um, <laughs> and like the, the worst part was the dude that I, um, it was, a I, I rolled with a guy first. I got beat five to three. And then like, after we're done, he came up and we're talking to a super nice dude. And um, then he went into the finals. He lost, got second. And he's like, hey, man, you know, would you come over to the, the podium and, and get a picture with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, he's like, and he had a he had his medal. And he's like, you, can you grab your medal? And I was like, I'm not fucking getting that medal. <laughs> and he's like, well, why not? I was like, there was there was three of us, dude. I didn't fucking win any. I, like, I'm not taking a third place medal for uh, a tournament of, of three dudes not fucking doing it. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, you know, you mind if we just grab a picture? And I was like, yeah, cool. No, no problem. But he was, he was a super nice guy. And, um, second one went way better. I ended up winning that one, uh, by submission twice. No big deal. Um, but it was, it was fun. It was a good learning experience. I mean, it's fucking, it's a good time. And it gives you something to train for. I like, I think having some kind of carrot dangling in front of you definitely helps like keep you motivated for shit. So, I like to do, uh, do that every now and then. Yeah. Signing up for stuff gives me big accountability. That works really well for me. Um, put my money where my mouth is and then I have something to train for. Also, I do really well when I have a goal, like a specific goal in mind instead of yo-yoing like Luke said, or it's easier for me to stay on track. I think that's important too. And like what I, what I've done this year and I, I didn't wait to the new year to set goals. Like I've been setting them throughout this last year as well. But when I set, like, I think that I try to keep, there's always something that I'm pushing for in every aspect, right? Like, and business is really coming to the forefront right now. And, you know, because that's what I've been doing so much over lately as I play catch up, getting back to the States over the last month of leave I've been on. But, you know, you've always got to have something that you're working for because that that's, that's what gives you, like, once you, codify and like identify what you're going towards now we can come up with a plan on how we're going to get there the problem is is like so many people don't know they don't have an idea they just like life just fucking happens to them and this has been very, i've used that term life happening to like several times over the past deployment with like guys that i know like you know subordinates or peers or i'm just it's just like folks that just go they're just reactive through life right no matter in, in, in any aspect things just happen and if you want to be proactive in your life and own that, you have to have fucking goals and you have to know where you're going and where you want to go. And it might not be that final destination that you think it is. That might not be it. But you have to know where you're the direction you're driving, because if not, you're just going to be in the fucking passenger seat riding along. And you're going to look around and you're going to be 65 years old and be like, fuck, I didn't do anything that I told myself I wanted to do because I never decided that I was going to go do it. And that's like the biggest piece of advice is I've actually been able to execute a bunch of my goals and grow things, different, you know, avenues of my life is like, just go, you can do fucking anything, but you have to know where you want to go. And then you have to go develop the steps and in, in the processes for how you're going to get there and then just go execute. Yeah. And with regards to the company and just Hunt, Lift, Eat as a whole, this year has very much so been a year of, there's been some, figure it the fuck out. And, uh, there's also been a ton of really positive growth, um, that, you know, I'm really proud of. And I hope, I hope you are as well, Luke. Oh, a hundred percent, man. You know, and 
you know, in regards to this podcast to every, you know, almost every other aspect of the co- company, there's a ton of things that, you know, I want to do better. And I had actually had to catch myself because I didn't meet my total revenue goal this year that I had set. Um, and I was kind of beating myself up a little bit. And then I was just like, fuck, I set a high goal for a reason. We missed it. We didn't miss it by that much. And so many other things have fallen into line, you know, with meeting people, networking, with building and like codifying the company to where we actually have some framework where you kind of know what you're doing. Derek kind of knows what he's doing, sort of, you know, and it can, you know, we've got we've got the company built. We've got the task organization. We've got, you know, we're building them, but we've got, you know, processes and procedures. and We've, we've got all this set and laid out to where we can really go forward and launch. And I think it's easy, especially in business. And I, I've had to learn this the hard way is where you try to go too much too fast and you're, you're trying to run before you can, you know, you're, you're in the crawl phase and you're trying to run and you're just stumbling and you're moving and you're going forward and like you're getting some places and you're kind of getting there quick, but you're falling down while you're doing it versus if you take that, that second to, to really build out the, the foundation of what, what we're trying to accomplish, make sure we're, we're good at what we're doing now then we go into those next things. And, and that's been huge for us this year. I, the foundation we have right now, I think is pretty, pretty fucking solid. I think the biggest uh, improvement that we've had coming out of this year is just actually forming the team and like getting those people bought in and, and, seeing that we're giving value back to them. Cause like when we first started that, we we're like, fuck, I don't know how this is going to go. Like whether, whether these people will think that they're going to get anything out of it. And you know, the vast majority of people have, have stayed like we've, we've lost way less people than I ever thought we would. And it's been awesome to see that community grow and build like people meeting up for hunts, um, guys, that guys making road trips to people that are close, you know, couple people end up at football games together, like Scotty and um, Sarah, Sarah, like Sarah's from fucking Alaska and (laughs) just happened to be in San Francisco, met Scotty for a 49ers game. Like it's a pretty cool experience. (laughs) Dude. Holy shit. The team was this year. The team was this year, like whatever this past year, it was 2022. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, 10 years ago, man. That was this, no. that was one year. I think we had just opened up the application. That's crazy. Like right, right, in, right about now. In January. Yeah. February. I think it was February, actually. February? Uh-huh. Holy shit. That's some perspective right there. It's less than a year old. Which has, and the team as itself, as a whole, has, I think, blown away everybody's expectations. We didn't know what to expect. Um, and I have been so unbelievably pleasantly surprised and really thankful for this, you know, the team member aspect of hunt lifty has been incredible. Yeah. And then, you know, talking about the solid foundation, that's exactly, you know, one of the the big things I'm talking about is, is that team and where we're going in the future with it. We're getting ready to expand, uh, do our next um, application run, which I'm really excited about. I've had a ton of people reaching out, asking about it. I think now like we're going to be so much more efficient with how we're running the, um, the interview process. We've actually got a funnel, you know, we got four initial interview teams Then you know, I'll be able to talk to everybody. Like it's going to be cool after we've you know gone through the first round applications and, and then we've got 
beyond just how we're bringing folks in is the back end of our we're in the process of transitioning to that new website so we're going to have <clears throat> ideally we'll see we're going to have to work out some kinks we're all technologically challenged but i think being able to have like that heat map of where all the team members are located you know regionally to better develop more you know regional meetups and all that stuff having the the hunt share aspect of people being able to swap and come together and go out to hunt ducks in arkansas and whitetails in tennessee and like doing all that kind of shit i think it's just gonna be super cool i'm very excited and then obviously we're ramping up events too we got our first big big team event this year um which is going to be a lot of fun and like the the thing that's the most incredible to me is you know we when you think about our company, it's not like, yeah, I guess on, on the surface, it's a apparel brand, but like, honestly, it's a community company. Like we, we care about the people and, and our impact in the area around us and our, like our small sphere and, and having everybody come together and, and being able to expand that is just a tremendous opportunity. Yeah, the apparel is really just a means to an end. I've said this on previous podcasts, but it, that's kind of what it's always been. I never sought out to own a t-shirt company. Like I, it was kind of an idea of this brand, and then you got to pay bills, you got to pay for the website, you got to pay for all this stuff, and like that's what you know the revenue for that allows us to do. And you know, we're even really starting to shift our focus. I don't want to get too much detail yet, but into the programming and coaching aspect, which I think is really probably the direction we're going to. We're going to still have apparel, but really start pouring more into that. Um, we, we've developed, I think we dropped three new programs this year. We've got a one of our female team members who's a trainer, Jessica. She's working on some uh, female-specific programming. So, like, 2023, I plan on really fleshing out all of our training programming um, and, and building that library out significantly. And then we're going to offer a lot of different coaching options, too, which is going to be super cool. Uh, and I think that'll be that kind of direct tangible benefit to our customers and, and the people that are part of this community where they can actually go get the help, get, because that's the two of the hardest things to do on your own, right. Is to like get into fitness and get into hunting. And that's the gap that I want to bridge. And like nutrition isn't that hard, right? You, you learn the three basic macros and then you understand your fucking maintenance for calories. Like anybody can learn that, but the, it's hard to learn how to hunt. And it's hard to learn how to go into the gym and actually train the right way. And if, so those are the two problems that I want to solve. The hunting one's hard until we all kind of figure out exactly where we're going to be and we can centralize, we can produce a lot better content, but right now we can really attack the, the fitness aspect of it. And that's been another really refreshing aspect of this HLE team expansion is uh, I don't think any of us really expected how many I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised, but how many like-minded individuals there are out there who have the same exact mindset and want to bridge that gap and want to help other people bridge that gap. Um, I think like just the helpfulness and the willingness has been really, really rewarding and makes me really optimistic. Yeah, because when we launched that, we were like, man, if we get... If we get 25 Didn't applications. Didn't we say 20? Yeah. Yeah, we were 20, like, if we 25. get 25, 20, 25 applications, we'll be happier than pigs and shit. And like within the first hour of announcing the fucking team launch, we had 25 people. And we're like, oh shit, this might be 
this might be bigger than what we thought. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We closed applications within three or four days the first time because we had we hit 100 and then stopped. And then we did the same thing the second time. I think we hit 100 and stopped and then um, something like that. So it's been it's been cool. I mean, we've lost. I think we ended up. That's what the wild thing, too, was like we I expected to only bring on like I'd set a set amount of people at first. But when I did those first interviews, like I was like. These are all awesome people. You know, I think there's only anybody that didn't make it the first round, pretty much self-selected once we talked through everything. Um, and the ones that we were, I was like, this guy's not going to make it, ended up self-selected anyway. So, like, it's like the the right people came in. I think we only had one or two There's that we ended up getting rid of later. And then the next round, you know, it's kind of the same deal. I think Carter only said no to, like, a couple people. Um, and we've only lost out of – you know, all the folks, I think we've only lost like 25 over the last year, which I was expecting. I think I was my planning. I was looking at like we were going to lose 30 every 30 percent, like every six months. And it hasn't been anywhere near that, which I think is a. It speaks to the to what we got going on um, with the team, which I think is good. And what's really been cool to see is how it's it's running itself in a lot of ways. Like obviously we're there to help out and we're doing the seminars and we're doing all the stuff that we've, we've talked about doing, but you know, a lot of the, you just mentioned it Carter where team members are taking the initiative to like reach out to each other get together, go on hunts, like set up stuff. Like that's what this is all about. Uh, and it, we're going to be able to do that even more going forward as we look at splitting the team into regional groups. So you'll basically the plan and, as we phase this out, I don't exactly know what it'll look like, but you'll, you'll there'll be like a, re, a regional coordinator for each region. I think we've identified five regions across the U.S. and Canada, and we'll be able to do meet and greets and pint nights and you know service events. I really want to get into like getting guys out on weekends, like doing canoe trips, cleaning up rivers, while you know doing some fishing, going out. I know around Colorado Springs, we, we have a ton of folks in the front range. I want to do some different service events out here. We're going to be able to do a lot of really cool stuff with this team and, and use it as a, as a way to really give back to the community, which is really, that's all, always been the intent overall is to bring a group of like-minded folks together, educate, you know, have discussions about things that matter, fucking real values that I think we're losing in the mainstream. I think what's, what I've realized is a lot more people have them than I think we all realize. It's just the loudest fucking voices are the ones that are detracting from the things that we fucking care about, you know, and even something as simple as just having some fucking integrity, you know, saying what you mean and mean what you say, but to, working through that stuff with this group where people can realize that like, you're not on an Island, not everybody's a piece of shit. And then going back in their communities and spreading that and being leaders and being kind of examples to self. So that's, that's what I've loved the most about the team because it's, it's already happening. It's happening on its own organically, which is, that's the number one indicator to me that we've got something real, I'm not having, we don't have to come in there and like artificially like do things or artificially get folks involved. It's just, it's, it's going. Yeah, it's going and it's going strong. And, you know, separately from that, Derek, the last year, you're kind of your wheelhouse. Um, the, the fitness challenges have been awesome too, going all the way back to our first one in February. I think the, We've all been surprised and frustrated sometimes by the participation. Dude, it's it's been – those have definitely been a figure it the fuck out uh, kind of deal because 
all of the applications that we want to use don't really work for, for what we want to do, do with it. The ones that will work are just a ridiculous amount of money. Like for the, I can't remember if it was for the, the ruck challenge or if it was for the hero week, I was looking at this one where you could sign up and it was like eight bucks a person. I was like, that's cool. You know, maybe we jack up just the, the entrance fee just a little bit to cover that eight bucks. And then, um, that way we're not taken away from the charity that we were going to donate to. And then on top of that eight bucks, it was like $2,500 to use the fucking app. I was like, get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You've had your, your fair share of uh, headaches this past year dealing with those, but they've been awesome, man. Well, our first one was the February fitness challenge, which definitely was a figure the fuck out. We like, I feel like in the 11th hour, made that happen yeah so uh, yeah we uh were using like the original plan was use my fitness pal and then realized it, it wasn't going to work luckily i did a, a test run and it was just wasn't going to work and then um we went with the map my fitness but yeah uh 2027 hunt lift eat app <laughs> I mean, eventually I, I do want to develop our own fitness app so we can run coaching and programming. And But I mean, dude, it's like $1.2 million to develop an app. Yeah, um, my first business money. idea ever was actually uh, had to do with an app. It was like a marketplace type deal for centered around hunting. And like it, and I started really deep diving in. I was like, there's no way I can do this. So maybe we'll get there one day where we can do it for HLE. But you know, the, the fitness challenges have been incredible. I think we've got the right, the right thing now. The we're starting to use a service called Wattify that's going to really allow us to run the challenges through something built for challenges. So I think that that's going to be good. And we're also going to try as we learn the system. That's why we haven't announced. We're probably not. We might not end up doing the February fitness challenge this year because we want to. We're going to slow down and make sure we're doing shit right. Um, and we're going to make sure we know this system before we launch the next challenge. So the challenge is tailored towards the systems we have. Uh, Hero Week will work. I, we know that because this app was built around CrossFit. So that's a natural fit. But for everything else, we got to kind of play with it. But, I mean, we were able to raise, I think, $10,000 this year for, for charities, um, which is pretty incredible. And that's that's including the GoFundMe we set up for Nodens for the ruck challenge, which is something we're going to do going forward as well. Cause as we expand these, you know, it'd be great if everybody that's doing them can get their friends and families to pledge to the GoFundMe to then go to, to all these different nonprofits. And I think we're going to continue the relationships that we have and maybe expand with one other, one or two other folks. But I mean, you figure a company as small and as young as ours, not, I don't want to say not trying, but like not having that much experience or not having, not put marketing dollars or not just with the organic community we have around our apparel and social media able to raise 10 grand. I think that's pretty fucking awesome. And I think we can, we can blow that up in the future. And these are causes that are nested perfectly with, with, you know, my intent for the mission and the vision of the company where we're looking at getting youth and getting, you know, vets into the outdoors and using it. Um, as a way for, you know, health and, and mental clarity and, and all these things, healing. So it's good. You know, the nonprofits we partnership with this year were um, the 
Gold Star Youth Hunt down at Fort Benning. Um, basically, for those that aren't familiar with what Gold Star means, it's a it's Gold Stars. It's Gold Star families are families who lost uh, either father or mother in um, in combat, or I guess any m- member of the family are, are Gold Star. But for this, it's the father or the mother's killed in combat and then the children are then taken out on Fort Benning and guided and run through a hunt. They get, if they don't have the equipment, they're outfitted with the equipment. Uh, they get bows, camo, rifles, whatever. So it's a really cool, really cool thing they do down there. And then Operation Pay It Forward was another one um, that we've partnered with. Actually, Derek and I are about to become, and um, um, not brand ambassadors, excuse me, ambassadors for them. So we're able to then take bets out and stuff. But uh, they basically just take bets on hunts, but it's more than what you've seen other companies do, which is all about just taking them out on a really cool hunt and they can go. This is all about community. And once you go out, you can then go take somebody else. And it's this like pay it forward, operation pay it forward, right? Um, aspect that's really cool. And it's, it's, it can grow very quickly. And we've seen that. We've been on a hunt with them and had a blast. So the community aspect's big with us. And then the last one was Nodens Outdoors, which is a company that, or a nonprofit, excuse me, that uh, takes special operations and intelligence community vets. And from start to finish, once they transition out of the military, out of the intelligence community, they get them into archery and archery hunting. And it starts from with the basics of learning how to shoot a bow all the way through their first hunt. And it gives them all the tools they need to then go be hunters going forward. Hey, everybody. We'd like to give a special shout out to our podcast sponsor, Rack Getter Sense and Lures. Like Hunt, Lift, Eat, Racketter Sense is a veteran-owned and operated company with a personal touch. Gerard, their owner, is a former Marine and firefighter who will walk you step-by-step through the buy-in process with a personal touch. I reached out to him and he gave me his personal cell phone number and walked me through his products and the buying experience could not have been more efficient. My favorite product of his is the Hot to Trot Dough and Heat Scent and I use it religiously through the rut with consistent results. Many of our Hunt, Lift, Eat team members are loyal customers of Rack Getter Sense and Lures, and we use this product year after year to help them execute in the field. Follow them on their Instagram at RackGetterSense2.0 and check out their products at RackGetterSense.net to start luring in your next big buck. And I like that all, all of these challenges that we've been doing kind of cater to different aspects. We're not, you know, it's not just, you know, one one singular group and, you know, we've really enjoyed working with, with all of these, um, especially over at Nodens and shout out to the ranch, Julian, those people are awesome. Um, but yeah, we started with the February fitness challenge and then we had hero week and then, then what Derek, we had the founding fathers for what, what was your wild alliteration there? 4k lots of F's the <laughs> 4th of July. Oh yeah. Forefathers, 4th of July freedom run <laughs> freedom run forgetting the freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about, you know, goals and vision, like these challenges have been really awesome for me because like I said, I like having something on the horizon to train for and I like being competitive with Derek. Um, and so those have been really awesome and, you know, we're definitely going to continue those going forward. I was bummed. I didn't really get to do much of the, uh, the ruck challenge cause I had fucked up my, uh, my leg the week before and the, um, in that tournament. And, uh, so I was kind of hobbing along. Yeah. I went out too hot, too fast with that one. And I have never rucked before. And after like three days, three or four days, my knees started hurting in a not good way. And I was like, Ooh, I'm going to Montana this weekend for like 
a, pr- a potentially pretty rough terrain hunt. I don't want to be like sucking when I'm up there. So I had to back it off a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to be a broke dick out on the mountain, man. Yeah. Dude, that rug challenge couldn't have come at a better time for me. Like it came right after, um, I changed command. So I, I changed out of command in October. Caroline actually flew out to Europe and we were able to go to, we met in London, spent a night in London and then went up to Scotland, stayed in Edinburgh for, and travel around the Highlands and stuff. And we were able to, to spend some time together there, which is why if anybody did the math on when I get, got home from deployment <laughs> and when my next child's due, it doesn't match. I know that it's, it's mine. I promise. Um, I've had a couple people mention that. A likely but, story. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how my son has blonde hair and blue eyes, but we'll figure that out later. We, <laughs> anyways, so come home or she, she goes home and I come back and like now I'm out of command, which I've been doing for the last you know year and a half, uh, especially on deployments, like rapid pace, like worried about 160 guys and everything that's going on with that. And then, uh, seeing my wife, spending time with my wife and then her leaving and then just like coming back to this depressing ass barracks room in fucking Bulgaria in the winter, which is, or, you know, late fall, which is gray and cold. And I was like going through some fucking, I don't want to trace say depression, but I was probably going through actual depression at that point. And I was drinking too much. I wasn't working out. I was just like fucking like worthless. I never sleep all day. I was sleeping too much. I get, I was laying in bed. It was, it was probably the most unconstructive time I've had in my life in like the last six years. And that ruck challenge hit. And I was like, fucking was able to throw myself full bore at that shit. And to the point where I gave myself Achilles tendonitis in my, cause I went from, you know, no rucking to, uh, at least I think the, the least I did in a day was 10. And so I was doing 10 to 15 to 18, 20 miles a day. And, I went for, I think we did it for seven days, right? I did it for five because then I went on a trip to Wales and couldn't do it there. But just having that, having the community, having pushing each other, and that's what this shit's all about. And like, I was able to use that. That was like what I needed to go, like, go get on the fucking treadmill. I was waking up early. I was getting on the treadmill. I was going out in the cold, doing it on the fucking, on the the road and the trails around the, the base. And like, staying up late, getting more miles in, like seeing uh, and Jeremy Robinette was the dude I was talking to a bunch. Like the dude was a fucking animal. Um, every time I'd wake up, I'd go to bed. I would be, cause I was off, off schedule on time. I'd go to bed. I'd be in first. I'd wake up. I'd be 12 miles behind. Like, Fuck. So just making, you know, playing catch up all day. And so having, having that community aspect, having that physical challenge and like, there's something real, get one getting outside and then two like physical exertion will help your mental health it just does it resets that it's it's proven like it resets your brain chemistry it does a a cleanse like you're you're resetting all this shit you're getting your shit worked out and you know sometimes it just takes that extra jolt to go to go roll um and and get moving and that's what it did for me and it was it was huge it was very important um because then i was able to get back on track so fucking probably drinking too much, but back on track as far as getting back in the gym, you know, and then really getting productive with HLE, making up some ground uh, towards the tail end of the deployment to, to get prepped for us, you know, rolling in 2023. So it's huge. Anything worth doing's worth overdoing. That's our motto here. 
Yeah, nothing like a little tendonitis. Builds character. And now we've rolled into 2023. And I know the three of us are, we've all kind of got goals here at the beginning. Off the booze, a little carnivore action. Dude, I days. fucking hate this goddamn diet. <laughs> fucking hate it. So every, every year for the past several years, I've done dry January. And then I combined it with carnivore. I think I've done it for two years now. So I wasn't going to do it this year because we've got ISC and I was like, I want to drink with the boys. And and I thought when I was coming home, I was like, okay, I'm going to come home and I'm going to be good. I'll drink less because I'm not going to just be sitting in a barracks for the last two months of deployment doing nothing where we can drink because uh, it's Europe and not Afghanistan. And like that, it wasn't the case. I came home and I was not drinking less. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I better, I need a hard reset and reboot. And I was like, so I should definitely do. 75 hard or not excuse me i should definitely do dry january and i was like i'm gonna i'm also fucking you know talking about dad bods rocking the dad bod and so i'm like all right I should do carnivore again because that's a good reset helps with inflammation helps you know kind of get back and then i'm like if i'm doing 30 i might as well do 75 and do 75 hard again so and then i you know misery loves company so i decided to shanghai carter and Derek both into doing the exact same shit it's full disclosure i'm doing 75 medium 75 medium is what i'm doing you have a newborn so it's probably a little bit acceptable yeah if you want if you want to keep seeing my face i had to i had to tone it back on one of the aspects so i had to accommodate how are you doing Derek? i fucking hate it dude like it's I just feel like dog shit. I'm, I'm shitting through a screen door. Um, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what Pete says that I do couch to mountain is not fucking couch to mountain. Like I wasn't that like I am nowhere near my f- peak physical fitness level, but I'm also not so wasted away that I'm, I'm out of shape. I was like, I haven't done any of our programming I'll just start on iDune and like make my way through it just so I have like some kind of structure. And I got to day three and it was like this, um, it was a work down. So you, you start at 12 reps of everything that Pete had put in this workout and worked down. And I was like, this motherfucker right here. I was like, dude, dude, it takes forever. And like, I just felt so awful because of, not having any carbs and just like shitting myself. I, I, it's, it's been the perfect storm of, of everything. And, uh, and then I lay in bed and bitch to Jenna and she just doesn't give a fuck. Like day one of all this, she made fucking cinnamon rolls. I'm like, you fucking suck. <laughs> so it's going yeah. well. That's going great. It, uh, I have periods where I don't give a shit and I'm fine. And then other periods where I'm like, this is super inconvenient. Like I was telling Derek before we started, I went out, we've got a cabin in Colorado. I've been doing a lot of work on it and had some buddies go up there with me and they're all drinking yesterday. And I'm just up there fucking sober as a judge listening, you know, we had a, had a fire in the evening and stuff. And I'm like, this is not as much fun. I'm not saying you can't have fun without alcohol, but you're going to need alcohol. <laughs> it, it helps especially when everybody else has it uh, yeah but no it, it's 
I think there's value in it for sure. And I don't do the carnivore thing because I think the carnivore diet's superior because I, I don't. I, it's more of just a mental thing for me. I do think it's like an extreme elimination diet. If I was dealing with a lot of inflammation stuff because I've not been healthy over the last few months. And so I think that a strong elimination diet actually does have some benefits for getting like systemic inflammation down. I felt that myself. I'm, I'm sleeping better, um, like less joint pain less you know pain elsewhere like uh shitting through a screen door that does get better um it's like a bacteria flush and yeah it may not in a month though honestly depending like my first month that i did it it never got better but i've done something about doing it a couple times too it's like easier when you do it but um and then but we're only doing that for a month and the rest of 75 hard we're gonna we're gonna do the kind of animal based which is kind of what catch kill these days. So yeah, you know, just eating fruits and like the fruity part of vegetables. So trying to stay away from a lot of the stalk stuff. Um, and, but cucumbers, tomatoes, squash, all that shit, melons, berries, all that shit's good. Um, and then meat obviously, and then some dairy. So I think that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. Just being able to eat a little fruit. I yeah. feed my kid fruit. And I just like want to eat the blueberries so bad. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's really the only thing I miss oh, right yeah. now. Like I don't really miss junk food and bread and shit like that. It's just like I, I fucking love fruit. Um, so that's what I miss. So Zencaster may have picked up what you said to where it actually shows up on the podcast, but you're fucking – Jed Clamp and internet you've got out there in <laughs> Florida is continuing to, you just sounded like you were speaking in a robot. Ah, is that any better? Yeah. Sounds pretty normal. I have Carter like, I in this just... video. I have like, crystal clear, like HD. You look like you're on a 90s <laughs> television screen. See, that's the same for me. I got Carter crystal clear and you're all blurry. Well, I'm on high speed Wi Fi, so whatever. Shout out to your uh, Jed Clampett reference, dude. That was solid. Sneak that in there. That was nice. That was nice. All right, what about uh, what about HLE? What do we got coming down the tube, Luke? Looking ahead to uh, 2023. Well, I already talked about the team expansion. I mean, that's the big one. I'm really excited about the regional aspect of it, to where we can really, you know, as we grow larger across the nation and world, even because we have you know Canada and. Um, it's hard to what I don't want to lose is like the personalized aspect of it. And like, I can't be everywhere at once. Neither can, you know, any of us. So as we have folks that are regionally aligned, one, I think it lends itself to getting folks together and then two, asking questions like, Hey, how's the rut going? What are you guys doing for food plot prep? Or like, Hey, like, what do you do for packing up from the mountain? Like it just kind of tailors everything together, um, which is really cool. And then, you know, we've got, the team rendezvous this year, which is, this is for team members only, but it's going to be up at my family farm in Virginia. Uh, we're running it kind of limited on size, uh, kind of first come first serve for the the tickets, but that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, logistically, there's a lot of work that's going into it and I want to make sure we're doing things right. And we're, you know, not taking, there's a lot of things that can go wrong when you got 50, 60 people together and kind of a more remote place. So we're making sure we're, we're doing our diligence and that's why we're kind of keeping it small in the future. I'd like to build it out to about a hundred, 150, but yeah, that's going to be a hell of a time. We've got breakout seminars within different skill sets being taught. Derek's running 
backcountry, uh, you know, stop the bleed, wilderness medicine type shit. I'm going to be running some field craft, uh, pack out how we're, you know, different gear, how to use it, how to pack it, you know, as simple as like sa- saving space, meals, that sort of thing for the backcountry. Um, different shelter types, how you can use a tarp in a bunch of different ways. So I'm just going to do a bunch of that stuff. And then we've got, you know, a couple, couple people t- teaching shooting, teaching, uh, fuck, I don't know what else. There's a bunch. We've got several different seminars going to be rolling. So that's going to be cool. And then obviously just getting everybody together in one spot for some good old fashioned, just camaraderie and bonding, I think will be big. And then, I mean, product wise, we're, we're continuing our apparel, um, looking at, getting into retail potentially 2023, 2024. We're starting that now. We started the steps before I left, but had to scrap it. So I don't want to go too much detail there, but that's potentially going to be be working, which will be cool. And then we've got, uh, like I said, big expansion into what we're doing as far as coaching opportunities within programming. So I think that'll be big. And then we got some, some early stuff coming for, uh, some new products and some new ways of manufacturing, uh, which I think are going to be really beneficial to us because we've got, we've got, uh, I don't, I don't know how to explain it all without going into too much detail, but basically we're, we're going to, one of the guys we're working with, uh, Justin McKibben, the McKibben group, he's, he's awesome. And we're going to be able to work within a network that he's building to have more options for manufacturing is essentially what, what it comes down to. And that's going to be very big for us. There's a lot of things on the, the docket we wanted to do as far as, you know, custom, you know, cut and sew type shit. And we haven't been able to do it because finding somebody that's reliable is a nightmare. I mean, our shorts have been an absolute dumpster fire to get them out and get them, you know, they were late, they were delayed. Um, we've got hoodies in the works right now that are floating through the Pacific. Like it's just super frustrating. And the other thing that this is going to grant us is we're going to be able to offer uh, some American made options, which has been near and dear to me for a long time. Anything we can do American made, we do. Uh, but apparel is super hard. It's just very, very difficult to find apparel, like almost every hat you can find and every hat that you see folks wearing is made in China. And if not, it's like a $60, $70 hat. So it's just, it's difficult. So this is going to hopefully operate offer some of this opportunity. We won't switch completely to American made because I want to have price points that everybody can afford, but we're going to do, um, we'll probably have a, a full line that's American made, which I'm very excited about. That's big stuff, man. It's going to be a good year. Podcast yeah. is still going to be cruising. We started uh, this year on Tuesday tips, episode 18 and our full length episodes was 37 and we're now on tips number 69. Nah. And full episodes, full episode eighty nine. So we're rolling. That's badass. You guys have been crushing it. Yeah, I think you know something I want to talk about this year too is you know we're gonna Ryan, we will talk about it some spinoff you know some separate podcasts that really deep dive into specific topics. We'll always have this one that's our core, but you know, I know the women have talked about wanting to do a podcast, um, which I think that there's definitely a need for, and it's really a time thing is. A lot of these these ladies are, are mamas and and have careers and everything else, but and and then other topics. A fish lift deep podcast, I think, is definitely needs to happen. And we've got we've got some folks that I think will be good at it. So, I, yeah, the, the podcast we've got a lot of room to grow. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're rolling up on uh, almost an hour here, guys. Is you uh. You guys any got got any closing thoughts for us before we jump off yeah let me 
let's all go and let's set some, let's let's vocalize some goals that we have for ourselves for 2023. So then we can go back and listen and see where we we didn't do them. So if I'm still rocking a dad bod in 2024, you guys can can let me have it because. So what do you got, Derek? You got your, I know you got some goals for Stan too, and then you got you got to have some personal goals too. So let's hear some. Oh, fuck. I'll have to come up with some personal goals because I never set any of those. But I actually, for the first time ever, I did set some some goals for Stan too. Um, I want to sell $35,000 worth of knives, which I guess I'll actually have to start tracking from now on because every time Luke's <laughs> ever asked me, he's like, how many knives did you sell last year? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Um, oh my God. I was going to go, I was going to go for 50, uh, but I've got a, a work trip coming up probably in March and I'll be gone again, basically the same time frame that I was gone uh, last year. So I was like, well, I should probably throw it back just a little bit. Cause all that production time I'm going to lose. So uh, that's one. I want to be able to make a Damascus knife in my own shop with my own equipment. So that's going to take a little time and money um, to do that, to get the right equipment. Um, and I, I want to do a few drops this year. So like actually have some, um, some stock that's made and ready to go. Um, I want to do at least two drops that are between 15 to 20 knives um, a piece. So if I can hit those, I'll be, I'll be happier in a pig and shit. Uh, personally, oh, yeah. um, fuck. Uh, let's say I want to get my purple belt this year, even though I can't see oh, yeah. purple. Just looks, just looks fucking <laughs> This looks blue to my colorblind ass. <laughs> Look at my purple belt. <laughs> Derek, that's <Look>. blue. <laughs> so like there was this, uh, there was this outfit that I used to wear all the time in high school before they, before we knew I was colorblind or no, they knew I was colorblind at this point. And I, I'd f- fucking been wearing this thing for like a year and a half. And I come running down the stairs one day and my mom's like, why do you always wear that? And I was like, I don't know. Fucking. I like the shirt, like the pants, fits, it matches. She's like, it doesn't match. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've been wearing it. You know, my, you know I can't fucking see color. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> do you still have That's it? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't even remember what the fuck it is at this, at this point. I just remember that story. Damn. Thanks a lot. What about you, Luke? <laughs> Man, I've got a bunch. I won't go into all of them, but um, you know, a big one for me right now is I'm actually in the process. Of, I, I was joking with Caleb the other day, and I was like, I accidentally started another business, and and so that's I really want to flesh that out. I've got a lot of goals for HLE, but you know, with this other business, it's, it's going to be kind of small business consulting and uh, small business marketing through you know primary focus on social media, digital marketing, and so I would I've got. I wanted to get that completely up and running and off the ground. Um, I'm already doing it on the side, kind of part time for a couple of different companies. And so I, I want to actually codify that into a business uh, for HLE. One of my big goals is that we uh, unfuck our finances uh, as far as the accounting and the the taxes. Uh, we're probably going to get hit with a pretty big sales tax bill because I've been doing that wrong for a minute. But that's OK. You know, that's where it's we're all about doing right. So we're going to optimize like that. By the end of 2023, Hunt Lifty will be like a fully fed, fledged 100 percent 
legal business running and self running itself to where like, I know that I'm, I can't be the single point of failure for the fine, like the invoices and shit and all that, because we'll fail. I've got to find somebody who's the right person to like be kind of the office type manager. And so the, we're going to have that and we'll, we'll have Hunt Lift Eat running. And then with that, you know, as I build out the teams for Hunt Lift Eat, that kind of some redundancy as I build out this next kind of separate business in the back end of that. And then, you know, bringing in the right people f- for that. And then, uh, you know, personally, you know, I've decided in that 2023 is definitely the year that I'm going to start taking care of my fucking self. Um, I've been doing a lot of things for a long time and been in a lot of, and I keep saying I'm going to do these things and it always falls off. And some of it's like self-induced where I'm just not following through. And then some of it is that I just put a lot into other things and other, and other priorities. And, uh, and then I'm, I'm pretty spent by the end. So I'm making sure that I'm prioritizing my, my health and myself. And like, you know, I've got a little girl on the way and I want to be there for a long time. And so I'm going to fucking cut weight. I want to get back into the type of shape that I've been in in the past and that I want to be in. And that's, and I've got all my little metrics for what that looks like, but you know, no more dad bod in 2023. That's uh, that's, that's the deal. The next six months are going to be all about getting back to where I need to be. Um, Cox is going to be a zaddy. Yeah. Dilf. Um, gray hair and all, but yeah, that's, that's, that's probably a good, good public public you know, proclamation. I've got a bunch more that I, that I have built out, but I don't want to get too much into a lot of that. But I, I do think that it is important for folks to set those goals. And, you know, there's this counterculture against like New Year's resolutions and shit that goes on. And I think that's fucking stupid. Like it's stupid if you don't actually follow through or you don't actually build out some goals and you actually do some shit. But like, you know, I built out that consistency shit last year and I will wasn't consistent last year, but I was more consistent than I've been in the past. And when I did fall off, I at least identified it immediately and tried to take steps to fix it. So like there was like, it, it helped. I'm, I'm not as good as I want to be, but I'm better than I was in 2021, you know? And, and that's what we're stri- got to strive for that self-development, self-improvement. So what are you, what are you doing to self-develop and self-improve next year, Carter, or this year, Carter? Um, my first goal is very similar to yours with, uh, having a two and a half year old daughter and we just had a newborn seven days ago, eight days ago. Uh, so I got two little girls now. Um, and so really focusing on my fitness and getting myself to, I mean, you you know, I want them to grow up and, and enjoy exercise and fitness and being outdoors, um, the same as I do. So, um, yeah, I'd very much like to get myself back to looking and feeling, um, dad bod lists, um, which kind of starts now with, with this, uh, challenge that we're, the three of us are doing. So that's a, that's number one for me, man. Um, so maybe by June we'll have that shit locked in. Dude, my um, rendezvous going to be looking good. Going to be looking good. That's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying man. That's what I'm saying. Boys. Yep. F- fucking um, Carter's going to be shirtless in every rendezvous pick. Just, just oiled up. <laughs> just oiled up. Ariel oiled was up. looking on point. <laughs> we're we're going to have a photographer, right? Yeah. Oh, I guarantee. At least. All right. Game on. Game on. Um, I want to hunt and fish with my two and a half year old. Like I want to take her turkey hunting this spring and kind of introduce her to, uh, Hey, this is what your dad does when he's not being a dad um, and fish with her. Uh, I think that'll be really fun. I'm really looking forward to doing that with my kids going forward. 
Um, and then for the podcast growth, I've got some numbers in my mind that I want to hit. Um, don't, I, I won't divulge all of them here, but I've got some growth numbers that would be really, really awesome to work towards. Um, and we started ramping those numbers up before Christmas. So, uh, we're, we're well on the way, but buckle down and see what we can do to, to pump some of those numbers up. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, fucking gonna blow up everything with with this shit next year or this year i mean that's 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 the plan we're taking a good little reset of scaled back a lot of the social media ads and everything we pushed them hard through q4 everybody take a breath you're having a kid i'm transitioning getting home and then you know really building out the plans and getting the systems in place to just crush the rest of the year and i, th I think we're going to do it i'm so excited for everything we've got you know that's you know i i you know i'll we'll put out a number of 50 i want to do fifty thousand dollars uh raised for nonprofits. um i want to i've got a big number in mind for what i want to do for our revenue uh we probably won't hit it as i actually start looking at the planning and building it all out but we're still going to shoot for it because why not because we could hit it uh, and so we're going to do everything we can to hit that number and then you know, uh, continuing to grow the team. I want, I, I want to bring in 500 people into the team by the end of the year, you know, and, and it, that's not hard and fast cause it's not about numbers for me, but I want to make sure we're reaching enough people with, you know, talking about the team that we can bring in that many, if that makes sense. I, I don't want to, I don't want to go chasing around and, and letting any Joe Schmo in who doesn't believe what we believe or align with values. But I, I think we can reach enough people to, to grow the team to 500 uh, by, by the end of the, the year and then have those regional teams set in place to where we're actually doing, uh, doing some good work in the community and then bringing folks together. So those are kind of some, some top end uh, ideas for me for HLE. And I, I think we can crush them all. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good, boys. Dude, if you bring uh, if you bring the bean down here to Florida, she can watch Bluey and smoke a turkey right out my kitchen window. <laughs> Dude, I actually was thinking about that uh, yesterday. So let's let's talk. Let's do it. They're fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're more like pets yeah. at this point. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, okay. I've had it. Let's talk. All right. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Well, boys, I think this is a good start to the year. Pump for uh, everything we've got coming down the pipe for the for the entire year. And, you know, listeners, go go set your goals, right? Absolutely set your goals and think about your vision and where you want to be or else you'll just be spinning tires, which all of us are guilty of and have done time and time again. But set your goals. Things can be different. So, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Wait one second. Ooh, plug it. Yeah. Hey, uh, this should be dropping Thursday, this Thursday quarter. Let's drop this one this Thursday. Okay. See, the, the beauty of this is nobody knows when this Thursday is. That's yeah. So the beauty of this too is throwing a complete wrench in Carter's podcast schedule, but I'm the boss. So we're going to do that. So, hey, y'all, if you guys are in Colorado or the Denver area, come hang out with us at the International Sportsman's Expo at the uh, Denver Convention Center. We've got our, this is our first event, our first expo. We're giving out free swag. We've got stickers, we've got koozies, we've got a pull-up challenge. Uh, we're gonna have a bunch of team members that are coming in from all over the country. So you can meet a lot of the people you've heard on this podcast. Um, you can meet me, you can meet Caroline, meet our baby. Uh, Sarah's coming in, Derek and Carter aren't because 
they're going and being responsible dads and having jobs. But you know, we got a ton. Bobby will be there, so uh, we got a ton of folks coming out, and we're excited for it. So definitely come out, come see us, meet everybody, and support us. And we're going to be doing some podcasts. So if you're cool, we might throw in a podcast. And you should you're all cool. definitely. Ask Bobby about all the deer he slayed this year because he had an oh amazing season. Just fuck he, the the dude stacked them, just stack. He he doesn't have any more freezer space. He bought he had to buy another fucking freezer just for all the deer he killed in New Jersey this year. So make sure you ask him about his epic hunts this, this season. Also, I forgot to shout out Caleb Bell. He'll also be there, and he's kind of playing this entire thing. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention him. Caleb will be there too. So yeah, come out and see everybody. Ask Bobby about the deer he hasn't killed, and support 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 the brand if you love us. And if not, just don't come by. Yeah, give Bobby a hug, guys, if you go see him, please. Yeah, he, he needs it. It's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this Thursday it is, boys. This Thursday it is. You guys heard it here first, listeners. We appreciate the hell out of you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>